show me your news. And now, coming through your speakers and into your ears, it's the gaming podcast that you all know and love. It's show me your news. Welcome to Show Me Your News, the pinnacle for delivering and debating the gaming news that matters the most to you. We're filled gossip, hardware blunders, or upcoming releases. If it to video games, we want to talk about it. I am Yoko, and I am preparing for an all-day stream tomorrow. I am Super, and I am on location. I'm Tony, and I'm filling all the keyholes. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Giggity. Wink, nudge, nudge, nudge. And Buzz had to look after Kadri last minute, so he unfortunately cannot be with us. Super, I'm glad you were with us. Where are you at right now? Um, I am just a small bit displaced from a different uh, five-year anniversary. This one of a local shop uh-huh. that we I've been a patron at for five years. The gaming place. So Nice. How, how dare they open right when Show Me Your News opens? <laughs> it opened the day before. Oh, man. Seven 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 is when they opened. Wow. Why didn't you choose seven seven seven? Yeah, dude. Yeah, I don't know because I was being sick on seven seven seven. Anyway, we might um, still be popular. Yeah, no kidding. So our top stories today for episode one hundred fourteen of the podcast on Saturday, July seventh. That's a Bungie Day here in two thousand twelve. Whatever Bungie Day means, I don't know. It was trending on Twitter. Deal with it. Uh, they, they have big things with sevens. Bungie. Mm-hmm. So Sony buys Gaikai, which is the cloud gaming service. There's a new console supposedly in the works. It's called Oya. 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 Oppa. Oppa. We'll talk about Oya and if that's really even how it's pronounced. Also, Evo 2012 has started. We're right in the middle of it, so not a lot of news, but some interesting things have happened for this year, and we'll talk about that if we've seen any of it. And the hilarity of the week, a mascot has gotten a makeover, and it is questionable. Uh, out recently, The Amazing Spider-Man, Mass Effect 3 Extended Cut, and Theatrhythm Final Fantasy. And we'll get to our soapboxes, have a thought on the fifth Showmere News anniversary, which is tomorrow. But I welcome my guest, who's going to be with us tomorrow, making the 45-minute drive over to our apartment, and we're hoping to stream from about 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. And actually, I might we might start even a little earlier on my end. I will I welcome uh, Cyberlink 420 to the show. Welcome back. Good to be back. And Yoko has put me in charge of providing games for the Sminiversary. And he has no idea of the terrible demonic power he's just unleashed in doing so. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Well, if you're oh, live with us... It, it I, really saw Eminem, I saw Eminem racing on that list. <laughs> still, see it, still sealed in shrink wrap. Wow. wow. Well, so we'll open again. That's awesome. You, you might want to stick around on livestream.com slash showmeyournews, which is where the actual event will go down uh, tomorrow, Sunday, July 8th. You're going to want to stick around after the show here. Because you can have a hand in helping us craft the schedule. I know. I mean, it's like I have way too many games and can't decide which ones would make Yoko suffer the most. Well, we also have other events that we want to do. You have a show episode that you want to record. We I do. probably should mix in some online brawl. 
because we did yep. that last year and that was a lot of fun. Yoko's got to try Pikmin. Haven't played it in a lot uh, like about a year, so maybe, you want, maybe, you want... we, could, maybe we could uh make that project M online. Mm, no. No, I think oh. open up to more people. Just do V Brawl. V Mon Digivolve. See, see, see just saying like V Brawl, I think you've lost almost everyone who wanted to play. <laughs> hey, yeah. it's for those who wanted to play against me online back in the days of Show Me Your News where we thought Brawl would be a great game. And now it's 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 an okay game. <laughs> but we'll We'll work that out at the end of the show. You'll want to stick around as our most devoted fans catch our live stream shows. Uh, let's get into the headlines, though. This is the Trim Down Show Me Your News. Get all the tangents out of here for you know what we're playing and all that. We're getting right to the headlines. Sony bought the cloud gaming service Gaikai, which has been around for a little while. It hasn't been too well known, but it's been a service that allows people to play games on their web browsers. So, you know, people who have Macs and they wanted to play The Witcher 2, well, there you go, you could play it on your browser. The purchase was for $380 million. It's a service similar to OnLive. And I think it should be mentioned, like, this is not an exclusive Sony service now. Sony, you know, helps, you know, run the operations. And it's kind of strange that they're buying things when they kind of need to start making money. Um... But this, uh, let's see, Andrew House, present CEO of Sony Computer Entertainment, because Casper I stepped down. Yeah. That was... Cast an alarm. That was interesting. Uh, by combining Gaikai's resources, including his technical strength and engineering talent with SCE's extensive game platform knowledge and experience, SCE will provide users with unparalleled cloud gaming experiences. Uh, first thoughts on this, guys. I, I had to kind of laugh when it said unparalleled, and I'm just like, it's like on live, it's completely paralleled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's mm. just, I, I look at this and go, we'll probably see something for this for the whole PS4 thing. I'm going to be completely honest. I think yeah. we're going to see something with this a lot sooner. I think the big thing that Sony's going to want to do with this is that they're going to want to push this as a built-in feature of their TV line. So this will be an important feature in getting people to buy Sony TVs and other products like that. That'll give them an edge in that market, which they have also been suffering in pretty heavily over the last couple of years. Well, not only TVs, but also what they're, they've been trying to do with PlayStation Mobile, what we used to know as PlayStation Suite. Uh, you right. know, push it to tablets that you could actually get you know, legitimate gaming experiences on tablets. Uh, it's an interesting idea. I think, you know, the PlayStation 4 is a likely possibility, but I don't know if it's necessarily a definite one. I think it really depends on what they have planned for the PS4. Yeah, I'm going to be completely honest. I'm going to think that I think Cyberlink's on a on a good idea here, but in the end, I'm just looking at this and going, so basically they're going to turn all of our TVs at home kind of into the TVs you find in a hotel. Yeah. With a game with a game controller coming out of it in an awkward angle, and you press a button, and you can go and rent yourself a game from the comfort of your own home More on or this less. controller <laughs> made of cheap plastic. I think this is still a couple years or a few years in the making for the mass audience. I think for yeah. those with good internet connections, this is definitely a possibility. But this is something that Sony likes to do, and we saw it with, you know, Blu-ray and HD back in 2006 when it didn't necessarily catch on. 
I mean, now it's a you know really good idea, and you know it's I would say profitable, but that's not what Sony's really doing right now. There, but they're still selling units. This idea I'm not, right I'm now. I'm not looking to buy a TV right now, so yeah, <laughs> I hope not. I mean, but for you know, even with on live, like it's a good idea for some, but I think we're a few years removed where everyone has you know faster internet connections that would be reliable and. ISPs do some stupid things. Yeah. They, they throttle speeds. They some of them still have, you know, bandwidth limits. Um so I think we're we're a ways away from actually legitimate cloud gaming, but it is an interesting start to see some of these movements develop. Yeah, if they're just like getting ready, then that's pretty cool, but I don't know if we'll necessarily see anything with this for a while. Yeah, I think this is the kind of thing that's going to take a while to get the full potential out of, and then we're not going to see anything for at least a couple of years. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, they did make the point that... I'm trying to find where that article was. I may have just not pasted it. This isn't making Gaikai an exclusive PlayStation Sony service. I, I mean, it's. I think they've inked deals with, you know, Samsung Gaikai has. I mean, it's like, you know, when Microsoft bought Skype, you know, Skype is still available for Mac or on phones and all these kind of things. It's just, you know, Microsoft would now have the say in what goes on and that they ultimately make the money off of it. Um, right. It's not saying that, oh, Skype is now only available on PCs and Xbox 360s, and wouldn't that be a new story? And Windows tablets and Windows phones, sorry, Surface. Windows Surface tablet. Mm. So, again, we'll see how it develops, but every little step towards cloud gaming, I know, I mean, wish you know, Buzz was here and he could, you know, speak to the power of, you know, digital content and, you know. It, it seems like we're racing there a lot quicker than I thought we were. I agree. EA I, came out and said, actually, that okay. they think they're going to be all digital soon. Yep. Not all digital. They said they'd still release retail as long as people bought it, but they said, like, they'll be going digital a lot sooner than you think. I did read like that as well. That that was pretty shocking, and I definitely agree with that point. I think that, you know, I think people are really just shocked how long this console generation has lasted. And sure, Nintendo is moving on to Wii U because, technically speaking, you, know, you do have the age factor, age factor with the Wii, but the specs just, we're not keeping up with the uh, budgets and the development and the pace of today's games. I mean, you can just even see it in you know, Wii games. That's partially because they're, they're moving on to Wii U, but that's also because you're really narrowing the market of people who are still going to buy exclusive Wii games, I think. Um, I mean, what was there besides Zelda? Like, in between, like, after and before Zelda, what's there been for, like, how long? It's, like, crazy. Xenoblade? I mean, Z- Xenoblade, you have uh, the Dream Collection for Kirby coming soon, uh, and then you have Last Story... But like yeah, those, those yeah. are really specific, yeah. But uh. like even before Zelda, though, I hadn't bought a Wii game, and I don't even know how long. Maybe the previous Christmas. 2010 was definitely <laughs> the the big year, you know, with other yeah, last and Sonic Colors and Donkey Kong Country Returns and Kirby's Epic Yarn. I mean, that ether well, is stellar. Before Zelda, <laughs> Super Smash Brothers Brawl. <laughs> for me. It seems like it. I mean, Galaxy and 1 and 2. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, but I didn't own those. Oh, they're good. <laughs> Very good. I, I own four games for the Wii, and two of them I got when I bought my Wii. 
Kirby was like good, but it wasn't. I didn't think it was worth fifty dollars. And Donkey Kong Country Returns is just control bad. I don't know how else to put it. I don't like. I played it. and I'm like, I don't want any part of this. The shake to roll was stupid. It was really stupid. All they had to do was put a control option. They would (laughs) have game would have sold way more. Well, when we received. Come on, retro. You should know these things. If and Sonic Team can do it for four different controllers <laughs> and make bad games, you should be able to figure it out. Exactly. Mm. Well, as if that weren't enough for the future of gaming, you have a new $99 console called... Oya! Oya. O-U-Y-A. O-U-Y-A. If there's Oya. not a Kung Fu guy promoting this thing, it's not going to... Oya! Someone, oh, someone screwed up. Uh, if only it was a Sega platform so we could have Sega. Sega! Sanjiro! <laughs> yeah, that guy. Uh, I would love to have him just... You, you want him in All-Star out. Racing. <laughs> yes, I do. It's gonna happen. Mark if my word. If they've got Danica Patrick... Yeah, if they've got Danica Patrick, for the love of God, give us Sega Sanjiro. We're just gonna get robbed. Oh, God. <laughs> like, somehow. You know, Any, I'm, I'm, I'm... Anyone want to explain what this is basically about? Uh, Tony, how about you? Pretty much, it's a free-to-play console that's uh, $99. Well, the console's not free-to-play, but all the games yeah. on it are, are free-to-play. And it's just $99, and you you got games, pretty much. I, I kind of like the idea that it comes with a dev kit when you buy it. Oh, yeah. And they encourage oh. hacking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they want you to hack it right out of the box. Yep. It's kind yeah. of brilliant. It, it is, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Is it based off? I thought it really like it's based off the Android. It is yeah, based, based off the an Android. Android platform. So, moles, moles, will run there it. There you go, moles. <laughs> it's not free, but it might as well be. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's it's a pretty crazy idea. Who is, is it, it by? It? Like it's not necessarily a company. Like this has been, let's see, according to the details spotted on a listing on a site for tech startups, posted or spotted by the tech reporters at The Verge. If it's based on Android, it's probably Google. So, I mean, it, the details are definitely limited, but it's been yeah. spotted. It's, you know, pretty real for, you know, all things considered for, like, as far as Internet leaks go. Um, and it's an interesting idea. Do you think yeah. that there is the space for it, you know, next to all of our other consoles? $99, yeah. I'm not particularly interested in it, but I... I honestly see this thing doing okay to good to amazing maybe, but mm-hmm. I think it's got potential. I think if we see enough advertisement for it for it to become public knowledge, I think it'll do quite well. Yep. Especially with the whole, you know, all it has a focus on free gaming. Yeah. So I I I think as more details come to light, we'll get a better idea of what we're looking at. But <laughs> as as it is right now, I think it'll be just like anything else with like Hey, this, you buy this like controller thing, you plug it into your TV, you got a hundred free games. Yeah, it and almost it, sounds it'll... like a uh, you know China, yeah. a Chinese uh, console ripoff where you have like... they're all they're all Super Mario Brothers with different sprites. <laughs> it's like it's like those hundred and one games that you find like in the malls or something. Yeah, Action Fifty Two. Oh God, no! Yeah, <laughs> men up here and here. You know, I think I actually have one of those 75-in-1 things. I'll see if I can find it and bring it to the Smithiverse. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. I have one in a freaking box somewhere. 
this isn't the same. This isn't the same principle, though. No, it's, like, no, it's, it's not. not. But yeah. that's that. That's that's what I imagine will be about how well yeah. this thing will go if we don't get if we don't see advertisement and more information from this thing soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mega Latino. Like yeah, Mega Latino in the chat brings up an interesting point that like it really does depend on the power of the system. But if you do have you know dev kits and people. You know, be, it's like encouraged to hack it. It could easily be an emulator slave. This is true, and that'd be kind of awesome to you know, have. That would be kind of all awesome. These kind of you know old, you know systems emulated. You know if they can emulate them well, which I would yeah. like. Android, your experience you know with Android does it seem, you know reasonable to code for and to do these kind of things. I'm speaking totally out of my ass here, so I have no idea. Mm. I don't even know I should. <laughs> You're in the, the marketing, so to speak, for Golden Vault Games dot com. Yeah, I plugged the hell out of that on the front page earlier this week. <laughs> that trailer has gotten over like eleven 1, hundred views. Wow, congrats. But we're still down to like not many buys, but everyone's downloading the demo. So super whatever you said about Android users not buying games, then yeah, you're right. Yep. People are cheap asses. Android users don't buy, don't buy anything. You need to get that on an iOS device pronto, and you'll actually start seeing people buy it. Get okay. that, and then I'll play it without yeah. asking my brother because for his phone. There's so many, so many more iOS devices out there. Yeah, I think the plan is to finish it first because it's still not even really. I mean, it's finished, but like we wanted to add like achievements and. Dude, that game would be so good on an iPad. It would be so good with like the bigger touchscreen. Wow. I don't know. I didn't like it on a. We we did try it on a tablet. I don't know. I like mm-hmm. having both my thumbs, like at the ready, because it gets crazy. Dual fingers, dual, dual thumbs. Finger. <laughs> Yo, what are you talking about? I don't use my thumbs for that game. Just. Kind of spider my hands together, get four, go go get eight going at a time. Oh, then Cyberlink any figuring out text that I don't even know about. Cyberlink, any thoughts on the? Oh yeah. Um, nothing that hasn't already been said. Like I'm eager to see what hmm. happens with it, but I don't, I don't see it having like huge market penetration, at least just based on initial impressions. We'll see. It is going to be difficult. I think we do need to see who is backing it. If it's going to be totally independent. I think you're going to get some people who are interested, like us. Um, but as far as you know, the mass appeal, you're going to need a legitimate company backing it. Yeah. Mm. Casuals get on, might get on eat it Google. up. Get on it, Google. Come on. Casuals might eat it the hell up. It's true, but again, like it does depend, like Super was saying, about the the marketing and the advertising. People yeah. buy into advertising. They really do. This isn't something I see getting advertised very a lot, unless. You know, they actually throw a lot of, you know, force behind it. Just, you know, I'm looking at this. The project is backed by XIGN exec Julie Ehrman, former Xbox gaming honcho Ed Fries. And I'm thinking to myself, that's a lot of X. Yeah. XIGN, Xbox gaming honcho. I'm going to need something a little bit more than that. Triple X console, I'm in. (laughs) Well, Well, obviously they have to... Obviously, they have to be active. They have if they're going to be working on this because they can't do both at the same right. time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, conflict of interest, I guess. Super. Come on. Well, X I G N. As far as I'm the sorry. advertisement goes, and you can hack it. Yeah. 
be smart and nerdy and stuff. Yeah. Evo is happening right now. It is happening. I have a stream going off to the side. My buddy has one. I caught it for about half an hour before the show started. I'm like, oh, right. The outline still isn't done. Um, the games, though, yeah, we're really right in the middle of it. It's from the 6th to the 8th. Super Street Fighter 4 Arcade Edition. Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom for 3. Free! They, they all it. free. I'm drinking it's on beer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's on Yo, the like, oh, yeah. There was, um, just, there was just a round where one of the guys looked like Steve Urkel. It was mm-hmm. awesome. <laughs> uh, Street Fighter Cross Tekken, Soul Cal 4, Mortal Kombat, King of Fighters 13, and Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo. Today is the day on the mainstream of going through UMVC 3 pools, and we'll get through semifinals by the end of the day. Tomorrow for Sunday, as usually is for Evo, is finals day, so it's going to be difficult. Actually, I think the pools just ended and they just started quarters. Oh, really? I think so. Yeah, I mean, the semis by the end of the day will be done, so they'll have finals set uh, for, like, top eight or whatever. Um, Yeah. And I'm kind of hoping hoping we finish this episode by seven so I can watch the Assist Me panel. Oh, that'll be easy. Really? Yeah. We're, We're going through this so... So cool, so crazy. All right, so uh, so yeah. when I was watching, and you guys probably saw this as well, they're hosting it on Twitch TV. Good service. Uh, interesting that you know Twitch TV has a subscribe feature. So for like twelve bucks, you can you know, pay, get HD, and you know premium use for their, their chat and all that. It's an interesting idea. But also, they have implemented you know not only you know the multiple camera switching, and it's a really nice production. Especially because they have instant replays in between matches. Brilliant idea, because it does take some time to set up the next match. So, you know, I was watching a match where someone was going through, like, it was, uh, how was his name? Jason Nguyen? Or maybe I'm missing the first name. Uh, But he was doing, like, zero lightning loops. And he ended up perfecting this guy in the first game. So they were, you know, looking at, you know, the breakdown of what he was doing as they were setting up the next match. Like, great idea. Very, very smart. Really top-notch John Madden, like, a gaming John Madden to draw on the screen and, like, <laughs> talk what... exactly like him. And you see Amaterasu right here. You got Dante. Nah. Ultra David and James Chen just doodling all over. <laughs> yeah. So I need to, like... shows up in Marvel somehow. Have, like, a gaming Tumblr or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you'll see here. And when they deplete the life bar... That means that they lose the game, and the other player wins. <laughs> Boom! Tough acting to acting. I like that was really what stood out to me was the high level of production, instant replays. Great idea. Uh, we remember last year at Evo was the year with Pumco taking down Daigo, which will yes. live in infamy. Of course, that. <laughs> So it'll be interesting. I'm, I'm saying, you know, we have our. It just so happens to fall that you know we started Show Me Your News in early July, and it just falls on this date. So if you pass on Show Me Your News all day stream for Evo, I don't blame you, but try to catch both. Uh, anyone else have have you caught Evo and your thoughts? Um, mostly just like. I spent most of yesterday watching Street Fighter. I spent most of today watching Marvel. It's been some pretty entertaining matches so far, at least from what I've seen. Any that really stood out? Um, 
None that I can think of offhand. Like, I'm still endlessly entertained by uh, Noah's matches just because of it's so crazy seeing a nine-year-old oh, that is the kid, get yeah. as far as he <laughs> does. And it's always great watching the crowd reactions, too, because no matter what, they are always on his side. So if you start to overtake him, they turn ugly really fast. Did he make finals? Um, I think he got kicked out in Street Fighter, but I think he made finals in Marvel. It, or I'm not sure. The last Marvel match I saw, he won, but yeah. I lost so still, track. So he's still Street. going in Marvel. That's pretty nice. I think he is still going in Marvel, yeah. Go, kid, go. That's awesome. Mm. I, don't, yeah, awesome. I, don't, I don't care for many of those games, so... <laughs> Oh. They need to get some competitive Mario Kart in there or something. I watch the hell out of that. That would be competitive All Stars Racing. That'd be silly. I would. I would be all over competitive All Stars Racing. That yeah. might be I because start- I have a couple world records on <laughs> All Stars Racing. But come on, you're a best. I will start competitive All Stars <laughs> Racing. Yeah, do it. It's starting right now. You are witnessing. I think Sminjas need to at least give it a shot because it, Evo is really the foundation right now of if we want gaming to make it to a broadcast level live sort of thing, they have it down. It starts with Evo. So well. Like, you know, MLG, man, screw MLG. Yeah, screw MLG anyway. Um, Yeah, the passion that the fighting game community has, the production level that goes into it, and just the organization overall... Evo is where it's at. Check it out. Check it out online. Going into JFK voice. There is some uh, uh, pretty good stuff for Impulse, which was a Super Smash Brothers Brawl tournament that happened last week, I believe. And they had some seriously good production values. It was a Canadian national tournament. Wow. Awesome. Ally lost. What? Yes, That's he crazy. lost. I watched him. It was, it was very odd. It was a Mennonite band tournament. Yay. Hmm. Yeah. Um, it was a national, too. It was a national Mennonite band tournament, which was probably, I think, the first one there was America. ever. America. No, it was Canada. 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 Yeah. Yeah, eh? Even if you don't play these games, <laughs> yeah. even if you but, yeah. don't play these games, just when you play something like Marvel or whatever, it's just so fast, so intense, so flashy, you can't help but be entertained by just all the crazy stuff that's happening on screen and it's just an absolute sight to behold when you see two people who are incredibly good at the game just going at it. The commentary is very good. Um, you know, they do throw in a lot of the jargon, you know, footsies and spacing and all that. Well, but they really do try to make it accessible, I think. Yeah. Which is something Impulse didn't entirely do perfectly, but you know, we're all trying. I, I agree. I just that Marvel stuff. I don't get it with you guys. I'm like, yep, <laughs> that's a it's game. Fun. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so definitely, you know, check right now the main account I think that they have going on is Twitch.tv/srkevo1. The number one. Sound yeah, about so right. One is, one is main stage. Two is uh, other games like. Like, uh, I think it was King of Fighters and Soul Calibur yesterday, and I think it's, I want to say it's Cross Tekken and uh, Mortal Kombat today. Mm-hmm. And then three, and then SRK Evo 3 is all panels. Right. Four is the woman's bathroom. Enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say it. Don't say your line. 
Oh no! Don't you dare think of that. that <laughs> no, that's that's something else. Don't do it. That's something else on a completely other sexist level. Yep. Please do I, not I, be I, saying. I this. Say like just just don't say it. Honestly, if they tried that, I'm happy. <laughs> like if they pause this when they when they download it and go check, I'll be happy. <laughs> Sucker. <laughs> what are we doing? Uh, the hilarity of the week. Oh, I gotta click this now. The title of the Kotaku article says, Oh God, Chuck E. Cheese has been redesigned. What the hell did they do? <laughs> that. That is what they did. Um, so Chuck E. Cheese is more DreamWorks-like. I'm gonna copy and paste this in the... La- Who wants there's to take no this? Other way, there's no other this? way to say that. That's exactly what it looks like. It looks it's like... more a or less the only way to describe it. Yeah. Uh, I'm just staring at it and want it to go away faster, but it's not. An AP report describes the redesign as making Chuck appear as a hip, electric guitar-playing rock star. It makes me think of Sonic Underground is what it does. The last Sonic design was Underground first. really sucks. The last <laughs> design was trapped in the 80s, so this one's going to be trapped in the 90s. Kids today love grunge. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he just needs a blonde wig and like Kurt Cobain. <laughs> um, why, why are people getting rid of two D animation altogether? This this isn't as good. I mean, look at it; it's horrible. So I think the question we all have is: Will they update the animatronic band to fit this design, uh, or will it still be the same creepy, broken? Piece of crap that it still has been for years. I don't yeah, know. That's, birthday, the, that's the question on the birthday, mind. You're the birthday boy or girl. <sighs> wow, that is that is something that if you remember that, it has burn, been burned into your memory. I can't. I haven't been to a Chuck E. Cheese and I don't even know how long, so. Well, you couldn't get into a Chuck E. Cheese. You have to be accompanied by a child to get in. Seriously? Yeah. <laughs> I can't just play Skeepers. I can't just play ski ball competitively. Nope. They need that at Evo. That's Channel Five. Just competitive ski ball. Competitive ski ball. I'd watch it. Yeah. Well, apparently, the voice of Chuck E. Cheese for nearly twenty years has been replaced. But he found out when he heard the new voice online. Oh, that's great. Oh dear. It's another Sonic the Hedgehog voice cast situation all over again. Hmm. I hope that's that no good. I hope the outrage is just as crazy. Like, there's a huge following for it that we don't even know about. There probably is. Well, the new guy Well, the new guy who's doing the voice is the lead singer of Bowling for Soup. Really? That guy? Yeah. Wow. Uh, name, like, well, Jack that's where like... the Endless Possibilities tie-in comes from. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, as soon as there are commer- so as soon as there are commercials up, you know people are going to be remixing them to have them sing Endless Possibility or the theme song of Phineas and Ferb or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Jarrett Reddick or something like that? I don't remember. His yeah, name. Jarrett Reddick. Really? Slightly, yeah. He's not even like a... Bo- oh, wow. Slightly related, uh, since we're moving along pretty good, uh, quick little tangent. Roger Craig Smith did this uh, interview on the Sonic show, I think it was, and he was talking about how he got the casting position for Sonic and uh, how they were like, hey, we're going to we're gonna send out the word that we changed the voice cast. 
So, you know, you might get some emails or something, and he's like, yeah, sure, whatever. And he didn't oh, think he'd get anything, and, like, oh, my goodness. No. within minutes, it exploded. <laughs> yeah, that's a, it's a big position. I believe that. And what, what else did he say? He said something along the lines of, like, there were quite a few that were like, how could you replace Jason? And I'm like, really? <laughs> because People that, are dumb. Because that was the first voice they grew up with because they're stupid little kids. Look, look, oh god, I, I, yeah, I mean, I was kind of like that with Ryan when they replaced him, but... Bring Roger Jaleel White. <laughs> yeah. That's the actor's fault, man. Yeah, it's not their fault, yeah, when they're, whenever there's a recasting, you shouldn't get mad at them, but that's not the point. Roger's a freaking pro. He is, he is really good at what he does. Jason, I'm not gonna say he's awful, although he can be, but... Play Assassin's Creed 2 through Revelations, and you will That's understand. Oh my god, I still can't believe it's working. Oh yes, that was, that was a Pocahontas reference. Oh, it was. Dropped in Assassin's Creed. I don't know why. Because <laughs> Assassin's Creed 3. Oh. 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 Well, no. No. Sort of. there, there are no Native Americans. In that yeah, wait, no. Oh, okay, uh, well, the Connor's half. Connor. It's so disguised, though, with, like, Americans and Britons and all that. Yeah. but I can't believe I was... Well, I was I knew that Connor was half Amer- Native American. Well, yeah, I knew, but, like, great. it's not that big of a deal. <laughs> not as big totally of a deal as, you know, oh, July 4th. It looks stupid. It's, that, July, it's 4th like feel, July 4th for Assassin's Creed 3. <laughs> Let's put out two trailers. Get it? Revolution? <laughs> yeah, just... Roger was freaking crazy throughout that entire series. <laughs> no, he was See, he was really good. He does young Ezio in the beginning, then he does older Ezio, and then he keeps aging it into like embers before he dies. And I'm like, I thought about it. I'm like, he did that guy's entire life. Mm-hmm. Pretty That's much. pretty crazy. That is pretty crazy. And we were mentioning like, why is why are you talking about Chuck E. Cheese? Why is this gaming related? Well, aside it's from all the games that they do have at Chuck E. Cheese, and if you haven't been to a Chuck E. Cheese, that's unfortunate. I guess I could bet a ski ball make or, it to be a thing. Or that's fortunate because the pizza is no good. No good. <laughs> I think um, there's one in, pretty close to uh, where Yoko and I are that actually has one of the Mario Kart arcade machines. I did not know that. The one with uh, I, Pac-Man in them? Yeah. Sweet. I think the original, not the sequel. I always want to check that out. You'll have to drive up to Michigan to find it. Yeah, it's not exactly one of those things that are easy to find regardless. Anyway, 1977 was when Chuck E. Cheese was founded by Nolan Bushnell. And any game historians or whatever may know Nolan Bushnell, co-founder of Atari. Atari. And the creation... And I researched this a long time ago, maybe... 10 years ago. The reason for Chuggy Cheese's creation is a great story of saying F you to people who deserve it. Basically, the reason Chuggy Cheese was created was because Nolan Bushnell wanted to create basically an arcade, but the problem was that, that at the time, arcades were seen as basically gambling uh, locations by a lot of uh, community groups. Hmm. So they were blocking the uh, ability to uh, have them in there. So basically, he created Chuck E. Cheese as a pizza parlor for kids that, that just happened to have video games so he could skirt around those regulations. 
And I have all of that. Yeah, that story has just always stuck with me for some reason because I just think it's such a hilarious case of sort of screw the rules, I have video games. And money, but not for so much longer. (laughs) Remember when Nintendo had the love hotels before they were like... (laughs) (laughs) Nintendo tried a lot of different things. (laughs) They're trying to be all family-friendly now. That's all front. They still have those. You don't even know. That's Channel 6. Out recently, The Amazing Spider-Man, the game adaptation of the movie. Who here has seen the movie? I haven't seen I have it yet. not yet, but I am very much looking forward to it. So no I've, one? Have you? I have not either. I've heard, like, good and bad. Like, I'm not... I haven't heard amazing, so... I am, I've heard mostly good leaning towards amazing. Really? Have you heard spectacular, though? Well, that would just be cross-canon. If it's not at least amazing, oh. then the title's a lie. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, uh... I've, Someone I've, just I've, release I've, a movie called like the shitty movie, <laughs> and then it'll be really good. <laughs> it'll be like, great. What? You can't do that. <laughs> but is the game supposed to be any good? I don't. I don't pay I've attention to movie basically, games. I heard that it's basically like another Batman Arkham game, but with Spider Man and swinging around New York. This is what I hear, and I think Spider Man works best when you have that free roaming ability. Like oh, Spider Man yeah. Two is probably still. Among the best, if not the best, Spider-Man game. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to say There's as little, little as I can there, yeah. about Spider-Man as possible on this show. Why? No, no, last no. Time I, last yeah. time I screwed up. <laughs> Let's not go there. I don't know what you're talking about. And how he there. was traversing a landscape. It's an episode. It's an episode oh, that. That's yes. right. Yeah, I know yes. what you're talking about. <laughs> no, I still give him hell for that. I know what that is. <laughs> But, I don't know, so the game's good? You say I, Arkham-like, but is it, like, I've Arkham-like? Heard, I've heard to good. Okay. Yeah, I've I, heard it's not amazing, but I've heard it's passable. Like, they do they do what they do well. Like, it's probably 775 range. Yeah. That, that's, that's like 12 for a movie game, though. Although, <laughs> for me personally, I'd probably bump that up to a 12 because it has Stan Lee as a playable character. With him doing all his own voice work. What? That's crazy. (laughs) And I kid you not, at least once in there, he does say the line, I need to tweet about this. Now you know. There is no cooler old guy on the planet. (laughs) Except when he did the, the superheroes for the NHL. If anyone follows the NHL, they know what I'm talking about. I think it was, they call it like the Guardian. It was a, Terrible idea that Stanley had, and it was making like all the. It was making like all the NHL hockey team superheroes. It was during their All Star game. Not, I don't think it was this year, but the year it was. Dumb idea, stupid. Was this like a comic? They kind of, I think they made it like a attempted TV show. Oh yeah, like they like unveiled all of them at the NHL's All Star game. If he's just doing sketches, that's okay, I guess. No, uh, it was... Second only to Stripperella in terms of sheer stupidity. (laughs) Yeah, Stripperella. (laughs) You know know more about this stuff. I vaguely remember that show. Who made that? was Pam Anderson. What, Stripperella? Yeah, Yeah, she she was was part of it, but it was Stan Lee's creation. That's crazy. 
I watched that. If you have no idea what we're talking about with the NHL stuff, it's called The Guardian Project from Stanley. The Guardian Project. Look it up. Look at all the terrible designs for NHL teams. It was it was awful. Whatever. He's done mostly good work, though. So mostly he, good work, yes. That's he, true. he can do stupid hockey stuff. I don't care. <laughs> we talked about Mass Effect 3 Extended Cut on What Are You Playing? Um, I don't know, Cyberlink, if you're not really into that series. Yeah, nope. I, you can go ahead and spoil it. I don't care. Although I think other people will. I don't know. We, we mostly talked about on What Are You Playing? It was... Mm-hmm. It's generally an improvement, but there are some things that they didn't really fix, and you can't really fix. I mean, it's, it's still kind of shoehorns things into you know specific endings, and some people don't understand how games work, and they wanted <laughs> every you know, little decision of their you know their characters' choices to matter. But it's a game that's kind of fatalistic in a way, and there there were improvements from the original, but it makes it a a passable ending now. Yeah. In the end, this is the ending. And yet, people we are still had. yelling, "Change it again!" Ah. Oh my god! This is the ending we should have had. To be completely and utterly honest, mm-hmm. um, anything other than this is—I mean, if it, if if we had a better ending, you know, great. But as far as things go, this is the ending we probably deserved first of all. Yeah, I'm wondering, like, when I play it, like. Will I still be able to find the bad ending, or will I need to? Will I have to download the new ending, or like what? Because I kind of mm-hmm. still want to see what it was before. You can look at that online afterwards. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a separate DLC. Yeah, right. You could play without it first. I kind of want Other, to. <laughs> personally, for your, I I just you know download it and then check up the stuff online for how the ending was to begin with. Right. Because I don't I don't think I've actually anyone heard anyone go. Well, now it's worse. <laughs> I haven't I haven't heard that. Yeah, that's true. Um but the people who are still saying like Mass Effect 3 ending is still bad, still on the top 10 worst endings, it's still worse than Halo 2 and all uh, they like stop. What was Halo 2's ending? It was Uh he just stands up and goes finishing the fight. It's just a cliffhanger ending. Yeah. Well, God of War 2 did that and that was like one of my favorite endings ever. That was a really good ending. That was really well, yeah, like. What's the difference? Like, there was no, there was no like build up or cliffhanger. It just sort of ended. Oh, it just it just yeah, stops it, in the it, middle. It just, it just stopped, and he said, oh, "Yeah." And that's yeah. why the whole finished the fight. Anyway, like they they need to stop with all that crap. We talked about it more on what are you playing? So we're hoping to get that up and running soon on iTunes. But you can go to our showmeyournews.com and get the first couple episodes of that to listen. Uh, Theater rhythm, Final Fantasy. It, I like the rhythm, but some people are like the rhythm. And the guy at GameStop said it's the rhythm. The, <laughs> what? No, I'm, but no, I'm, it's, I'm, it's a theater, theater and rhythm. Theater rhythm. I, theater, I, theater rhythm. I think when I first came, I heard I heard rhythm, and I like that. You know what's stupid is uh in the GameStop like database I said I wanted to re- uh, reserve the new Final Fantasy, and in there. It's called Theat Rhythm Final Fantasy, so it's not under F. Oh. So they had to... That's so strange. To, yeah, she, she couldn't find it for Put a while. Put the subtitle first, like Dissidia. Yeah, yeah. Wait, you said she was the girl at the video game store. Oh, that's my. That's a friend of mine. Ah. Actually, ex-friend of, like, not ex-girlfriend of one of my friends. Like, I know her. I tried it's already. Funky. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, speaking of Dissidia, this game kind of takes cues from... I've seen a little Dissidia before I played this, and thankfully it 
it helps if you care at all about lore or any of that stupid crap. So it's pretty crazy. But there's like a, a good goddess and a bad devil-looking guy, and they like rule over time and space or some crap. I don't know. It's the thing that you like watch this. Like it's the same thing in the city. I watched it and I'm like, I don't care what's going on. Hmm. <laughs> this is so generic. It's just we're getting the characters together. That's all. They're they're just a framework for that. I think. Because uh, when you start, it's not like it's not like just a rhythm game. You make a party of four. Oh really? Yeah. Of I like mean, any Final Fantasy characters, or do you have a certain amount to start with? Or it it's the main ones. I hear you get more. I've not I have not been playing it as much. I can tell you a little more later. So you did you but, actually uh, you actually got it? Yeah, I have it. Oh, cool. I want to hear I more on it. what are you I was playing? playing it before the show. Uh, but my my team is uh, Bart's because Five was the first one I played, and mm-hmm. I, I like Five. I like Five a lot. Uh, Zidane from Nine, mm-hmm. Cloud, yep. where he's like emo Cloud and anything after Seven, and Lightning. Nice. I like. Sounds my like team. a good team. Like and, I've seen and I've seen all of the uh, main heroes from the first thirteen games, like in. Uh, that style, so I yeah, assume the, all of them are playable. Yeah, yeah, and I think there's more. I've seen like, uh, okay, so you start a level and like music notes go into a crystal, and it's like you start, you pick a game, and a music notes go into a crystal, and when the music notes hit the center of the crystal, you just tap the screen. It's a real simple start, and usually it's the prelude or the opening, like a uh, bombing mm. mission or the opening to like six when it's like doing the monologue about. Yeah, magicite stuff like that. Yep. I'm trying to think of something you would know, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, stuff like that. And then it's uh, I'm not sure what order it is, but then it's like the main theme, the uh, the world map, if you will. Yep. And it's just the character walking uh, right to left, and then you just like tap tap the cues. Oh yeah, Terra in that case. I like nines a lot, and. Yep. Uh, you just you tap along, and if you go far enough, the, it, like they go faster depending on like how many how well you do. And if you like perfect a sequence, you like turn into a chocobo and he goes really fast. Nice. <laughs> it's just really, there's tons of fan service too. And uh, if you get like far enough, like you can run into a Moogle and they give you like trading cards. There's tons of trading cards you can collect with character profiles on them. You can go look, and they're in 3D and they spin around. Whoa. If you choose to. Stuff like that. It's real I cool. really want a demo on the eShop because, like, that sounds like a game like with rhythm and stuff. Like, I'd be interested in, but I don't yeah. want to buy the game and be like, "Oh, I hate this rhythm system." Like, if I play it and enjoy it, yeah, I'm, I'm tempted. Yeah, yeah, you you totally like it. I, I wish you knew more of the lore and stuff, though. Uh, and then you do a battle, and it's usually it's either the ba- battle theme or the boss theme. I'm not sure. Uh. And Is then it against it's like, like the main boss or like a sub boss? It depends. Uh, usually, it's I don't think it was Gilgamesh and like Ultra, so probably like sub bosses. Yeah. But and then you like beat them, and then it like goes to like regular kind of enemies, which is cool because you still see like bombs and like waves from thirteen, the big turtle fucking things. I hate those. <laughs> things are ridiculous. Just stuff like that, and if you know the stuff, it's like really really cool. And it's like you got your four characters on the side, and like they get the cues, and then they swipe their sword when you like do it correctly. It's real cool. And then it's like the ending theme, and it's like the crystal thing again. Yeah. And I did six, and I'm like, oh god, like I didn't know what they were gonna do. They just did like Setzer's theme when they're on the airship, and I'm like, oh yeah, am I gonna have to do this 20 minutes because that was a long ending song? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a whole vignette. 
but yeah, it's really fun, and I'm sure there's tons of other stuff I haven't done yet. I've been like getting into Kingdom Hearts really hardcore the last week, so I have not played it as much as I could. But I've just, <laughs> but from the light playing I have, it's really fun, and I'm it sure is. it really is. Thanks, you Tony like, has given up for Kingdom Hearts. Blizzaga and Agrabah, what's that about? There's so many like funny little things. Like I can't believe like that's another thing you didn't know any Final Fantasy there. Squall is hilarious to me because mm. I know Squall. <laughs> And he just face palms a lot because he—that's one of his uh, idle animations in the game. He just face palms. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, all the potions and like elixirs; those are all Final Fantasy things. Uh, in the Colosseum, like I just found this one out. Um, when you do a victory or like when you win, Sora will either do Cloud, Squall, or Zell's victory pose. Oh, interesting. I uh, do that. Yeah, I didn't know. The Zell one's the crazy one because he's like a side character in 8. Hmm. Yeah, Beat Rhythm's good. Definitely check it out. Yeah, I want that. Did you know there's a boss from 9? Let's just say... In Monstro? Hmm? There's a boss from 9 in Monstro. It's uh, the thing that like has Pinocchio in the... in like his mouth. No idea. I I don't think I got that far. You didn't play one very long, did you? Not oh. not too long. Yeah, I got stuck at really weird points. Mm. I I've gotten stuck too. I don't blame it. But yeah, Theater Rhythm's good. Definitely all check I it will out. Say is that, yeah, all I'll say is that I'm looking forward to Theater Rhythm a lot more than I'm looking forward to the apparently recently confirmed Final Fantasy Thirteen Three. And I will say no more. Hmm. Did you uh play too? Uh, only a little bit, not that much. Like I hear it's better, but I it's don't better. after spending getting so burned by 13 i just don't have the patience for it <laughs> how fa- how far did you get in 13 i i quit just before chapter 11 i couldn't take it anymore like did i quit the right before the, part? the tutorial <laughs> no you... that's what i'm saying i quit just before the tutorial ended yeah just before it it got fun as the, people the said. end goal was in the end goal was in reach and my heart just couldn't handle it I, I totally get why people don't like that game. Like, I'm not going to give you crap and say, oh, you should have There's no defense. Uh, the game gets good, like, 20 hours in. <laughs> but I, I really like 13, and I, I, didn't, I didn't mind that stuff as much, but I totally understand. But I do like the universe, and 13.2 is a huge step up. The battle system is tons better. So, and the ending was really good. I, I heard so much, like, they didn't like the ending to thirteen two, but I I really liked it. It was dark as hell. I'm TBC. like TBC, yeah. TBC. TBC. I'm like I'm ready, but but it, it does bug me on the fact though that they should be making other things. Mm-hmm. They should be yeah. making fifteen or Kingdom Hearts three. Dude, when you finish when you finish and... two, you're gonna be begging for Kingdom Hearts three. You're gonna be like the rest of us. It's okay. Oh, I got time. We get it. <laughs> They're going to announce HD Collection as soon as I'm done. I, guar- <laughs> yeah. I guarantee you they will. And I'm like, I just missed out on all the trophies. I'll do it again. It's fun. Huh. I'm doing. I'm. I'm not going to do everything. I'm going to do Coded and uh, Chain of Memories, though, and Birth by Sleep and 3DS, whatever. Whatever it's called. I don't know. <laughs> Dream Drop Distance. Yeah, anyway, Square... Oh, that's right. And then the FF7 on PC we were talking about last time did get confirmed. Yep. Yeah. So. And I don't. I don't really. Shocker. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> you can get uh, it like any other way. There's no enhancements, so unless you want to play for achievements, you're not going to get anything new out of it. 
Before we move on, also, Knights HD got announced. Mm-hmm. And uh, Marvel vs. Awesome. Capcom Origins. Yep, that too. That's pretty exciting. Yep. You actually and get to see Jojo that one blue dark, guy. Sure. Uh, what's, what's that blue guy's name again? He's kind of small. Charges oh. his gun. Rock uh, that, that, that guy. Yeah, <laughs> he's in that game. People, people like that guy, don't they? Venom. <laughs> that's right. that's that's the one. Yep, yep, Venom. Venom. Venom yeah, there's one. Venom goes pew pew and jumps. That's all. Clearly. Clearly. Jump and shoot. Just jump and shoot. <laughs> Whoa, lemons. I got um, this. Let's lemons? get to the soapbox now. I picked the Assassin's Creed Roleplay Gauntlet Gauntlet Replica. Rep- oh, fuck, I can't talk. Roleplay Gauntlet Replica. They're selling this thing for 40 bucks on the day that Assassin's Creed 3 releases. It looks pretty legitimate, and you know they have the button that you press, and the blade comes out, and I cannot wait to hear stories of people stabbing themselves. Um, but, you know the hidden blade is an actual thing for 40 bucks that pe- for people who do want to. Cosplay as assassins and all that. Really shocking. Um, I, I kind of hope that it's not fully metal, so that otherwise, like you have to sell some sort of. It's, it's a weapon. It's like a real weapon. Otherwise, if it's real, I'm gonna be really scared to go to Yonkan this year. That is dangerous. But man, as an Assassin's Creed fan, that is cool. That you know, it's a legit one that's just being sold and not like here's all the. The, oh, the different tutorials on YouTube that you can press and like shink it comes out with springs and stuff. Just give me a legit one. I'm not going to say I'm going to buy it, but that's kind of cool that it's going to be out there. I hope uh, if you I'm want a real blade. I'm did the Assassin's Creed roleplay gauntlet replica. I hope if it's a real Damn, blade, you have to cut your finger off. things for it and all that. Hmm. Anyway. Short roll, a short uh, soapbox, but that's a thing. It's a real life thing. Yep. Who, who wants to go next? I was I was checking my headphone. I'll, like, is I'll all that silence? My goodness. Eh, hmm. uh, Tony, Sorry, go I... next. What? Tony, you're up. Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, Rob Paulson had John DiMaggio on his podcast last week. Hmm. And uh, it was hysterical. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Uh, did you uh, talk about the? I know that voice. What's it called, Cyberlink? You should know. You know all this stuff. Yeah, okay. I know that. It's called I know that voice. It's basically it's a, doc- a documentary yeah. that uh, John Maggio is producing. That's basically just going to be a lot of uh, interviews with quite a few different pretty big name voice actors. And there's a trailer up. You can uh, see it. At, I believe I know that voice dot com. And it's looking like a very, very, very cool project. So I'm eager to see how it develops. Yeah, the first trailer for it was really good. Yeah, and uh, Dimaggio was talking about how easy it is to get all these people. Like they, they love the craft. They love doing it, and and just like how many hits it's getting and stuff. He also said that uh, he knows somebody, and he has an interview with Mel Blank that's never been released, and they're going to wow. get to put it in there. Mel Blank is the voice of uh, Bugs Bunny and all of those old, a lot of the old Looney Tune characters. All of those, those old ones, yeah. So that's like that guy's yeah. legendary, and like that's you a guys, big deal. 
it's a huge deal. And if you if you talk to any voice actors, inspirations, you'll probably hear Mel Blanc and all of them. I know Billy West did that too, and Billy West is like crazy to me now. I'm like, how the hell does he do that? <laughs> Watch Futurama. He's like half the damn people in there. It's crazy. <laughs> but but yeah, they John DiMaggio's about- John DiMaggio's Tracy Morgan impression. Oh my, <laughs> oh god. my god. My favorite. I've heard- I've heard that in a few drama commentaries. <laughs> <laughs> they just start breaking out, and I'm like, oh, he's doing this again. It was really funny. He and Alec uh, Baldwin do really good impressions. Yeah, but they were talking about just, like, how that, that trailer had gotten, like, 6,000 hits. Or not 6,000, 600,000 hits. And how that, uh, there's a video, I've yet to watch this. I'm sure Cyberlink will kick me over it, but that Star Wars thing where it's, like, a bunch of oh. voice actors read the script oh. or something. It's hysterical. There's That's... actually another one where they just uh, pull script portions of scripts from uh, other movies. Like, I think there was one with Tara uh, Strong doing Bubbles as Clarice from Silence of the Lambs, and mm. then uh, DiMaggio as Bender doing Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> it was hysterical. It was from the uh, Emerald City Comic Con, right? I want to go That's to right. that next year. Yeah, so they did basically for those that don't know, they did, you know, readings of different scenes from films. One was an entire, you know, Star Wars one and then different scenes where they it was a great panel. Great, great panel. Um I actually saved the Star Wars video on my desktop and it's still there. ECCC two thousand twelve Star Wars trilogy, the radio play. Yeah. That's no, I'll, I'll so probably check, watch that soon. So, so check that one out. And uh, also, I love that there was a guy who cosplayed at that con, like a really good bender, like a really good bender, full body and everything, and he was carrying around a sign that said, kill all humans. <laughs> and he got a picture with DiMaggio, and he's like, yeah. And I also heard there was a gay protest rally, oh, like really? protesting gay marriage, and that guy went to protest their protest, and he was protesting kill all humans. <laughs> <laughs> pretty great. But yeah, uh, they, were, they were just talking about how many hits those videos got, and like the podcast Rob's doing is huge. It keeps blowing up on the podcast, like on iTunes, like the list. It's like top oh, yeah. twenty or close every time. And he's no PR. None of this stuff has any PR. And he he was talking about the fact that you know maybe they're onto something. <laughs> maybe the it's like people want to hear voice actors just riff and talk about the craft and the work. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. John DiMaggio yeah, was joking. Hard. It's like we should just go on the road. <laughs> <laughs> I'd and go. I'm like, and I'm ho- I don't know what I hope to come out of this. I honestly, if anything, I want Hollywood to look at this and quit casting stupid, like movie stars over like actual voice actors and like Disney movies and stuff. The circus, one million dollars. I remember Tara was talking. Ta- she got in that Chris Rock feud, and she said something along the lines of "In Shrek," it was like the salary for the voice actors was just like over millions. Mm-hmm. And she was like, no, no offense, no offense to Cameron Diaz, but any of us could have did that. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, yep. Hollywood's stupid. Yeah. And no, no one cares. Like the mainstream doesn't care. Oh, Cameron Diaz is in this movie. Eh, it doesn't really do anything for people. You put Tara Strong in that movie. Surprised. I don't see anything. It, I, I know it does to an extent. But the, I think the nerds. Would, oh, the nerds. No doubt. The ner- the nerds are way better. You'll get much more of their money and all adverse. of us and more. Yeah, I don't know. That's just something interesting. I I hope. I don't know what I hope. It's they deserve recognition because they're amazing. 
Just just that. Yep. Okay. Uh, super is a bit busy. Looks I'm back. like. Oh, you're back. Okay. You want to go to your soapbox? I actually don't have one paired for the day, though. Okay. I, 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 like I said, I was. What's busy it like at in. the beach? What's it like at the beach? The beach is covered in bodies. Is it a nude beach? He killed everyone. <laughs> no, I, no I, I made sure that they stopped taking up my space at the beach. No, uh, eh, when you live on the coast of Lake Michigan, the beaches are always filled. And that's about it. Like, the only time I actually go, like going to the beach these days is simply during the night. Mm. Because that's when no one is there, and the, the the water has had all day to warm up, so it's at its warmest. Yep. Speaking of warm, it's so damn hot in this room. Uh, anyway, go on. Thank, thank God I'm in a, I'm actually in a place for the first time in a, in, the, in weeks with a place with central air. I'm all comfy going with my podcasting. Talk, talk about that BronyCon thingy. Talk about that. Which one? The, the one, one that, that, the one that the, you and I are doing. Yeah, talk about oh, that. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I'll actually be working staff at a convention in September. Uh, it's called Canterlot Gardens. It is a brony convention. Um, actually, uh, Cyberlink, we really you didn't really have a soapbox yourself there, did you? I'm I'm going to be soapboxing about something else later. It's going to take a while, but I will sort of chime in on this. Yes, it's the Canterlot Gardens Convention, Strongsville, Ohio, September 28th through 30th. Super is going as staff, and I, along with several of my Sonic Paradox compatriots, are going to be going as guests. Actually, admittedly, Game Buddy is going to be flying in here because it's cheaper to fly to Michigan and ride with me and Super to the con than getting a direct flight. So, fun time car ride! Is he going to Yomacon, too? We're working on it. He may be able to do both cons. We're trying to figure that out right now. Yeah, because it's a really uh, close so. window. Yeah. yeah. Right yeah. now, it's looking like it's going to be uh, the panel's going to be, we're going to be doing a uh, Camaraderie Supernatural panel for sure. And it's going to be, and as of right now, it's going to be me, Game Buddy, Rock the Jake, Hie Fire Shadow, Mystic Pyro Freak, Kage Chihashi, and friend of the show, Rina-chan. Oh, nice. So, oh, cool. So, I uh, so, yeah, it's going to be pretty big. We've got some video stuff planned. We're hoping to have some new stuff to premiere there, do Q&A, all that stuff. I've got a couple secret things I'm sort of working on that I'll hopefully be able to talk about closer to the date. Mm-hmm. And even aside from even aside from just coming to see us and Super, because honestly that's the real reason why you should be going there, just so you can come up and shake Super's hand. It's a real drop <laughs> convention. But aside well, you know. from us, there's also gonna be there's also going to be a lot of other really cool guests, including Tara Strong, who really needs no introduction. That that's that is what Tony needs to go there for. <laughs> I I was waiting for him to finish. And there's also uh, uh, yeah, Tara and there's Strong's not... going to be there. Uh, Andrew Jennifer WK Hill. is going to be really? there. Yep. Really? Uh, wow. uh, yeah. Uh, Andrew Elise WK Hokar. is doing a panel on Pinkie Pie. Hmm. Yeah. Because he's he's like uh, he's uh, like the body. Oh, she the body. Pretty much. Yeah, see, uh, Lee Tokar, 
Brian Brushwood, uh, Kathy Westlook, DC Douglas, uh, Christina V, Jennifer oh, Hale, Megan McCarthy, Douglas? and then a bunch of fandom guests. Like, yeah, DC Douglas is going to be there. Voice What's of Wesker going. Why? There's a Just lot of there's okay. a lot of people who are getting brought there's in. Not, yeah, there's a lot of non-pony guests who are going to be there anyway. But they've also got a lot of fandom guests like us, of course. Uh, Friendship Witchcraft, which is the other big uh, Pony Bridge group. Uh, Kimlin Tran, who was uh, Rarity and Fighting His Magic and Misfortune and Skullgirls. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's actually going to be the first uh, public playable demo of uh, Fighting His Magic. The dev team's going nice. to be there showing it off. Yeah, nice. And since the guests are all going to be there like a day before the convention actually starts, I might. Super and I might try to get some uh, hands-on time with that, where it's yep. just us. And you keep your hands off Tara until I get there. <laughs> I make no. Yeah, uh, I'll, yeah, it, I'll also be... be on a couple panels as well because I'm I, actually. I totally understand if you forget to do show me your news plugs. <laughs> oh no! I'll make sure. No, no. I was planning on getting. Anyway, so Cyberlink uh, makes that a priority. Like, yeah. whatever. I'm, 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 I'm gonna, just saying. I'm gonna, like, I'm, I'm just saying you might be busy. A... I totally get it. But <laughs> yeah, uh, but, but yeah, I'm gonna see if I can get <laughs> some time with uh, Jennifer Hale and maybe get some, uh, maybe some favorite podcast on the Citadel. Maybe there you go. That would be awesome. <laughs> like I said, I... all the guests are gonna get their day early, so there will be an entire day where it's just us and the rest of the guests. So I'll try to get some uh, shout outs. Duh. Winning. If you listen, if you listen, if you listen to what it, from, it can't a lot <laughs> <laughs> Heard it no. here first. Uh, if you listen to the, call, show me your news. <laughs> if you listen to the what are you playing, you'll know I'm broke, and uh, I, I, but I've been like wanting to meet Tara Strong like really hardcore the last like two years or so because I'm like, damn it, she's awesome. I need to shake this girl's hand and get an autograph on like three Ohio, pictures. I mean that's pretty close. Ohio is really close, and then Super told me he was going, and I'm like, wait, I can just crash on his floor. Yes. Do it. Oh man. Crap! Another person I gotta drive. Like I'm not even like <laughs> I'm like BronyCon, whatever. That's cool, but I just kind of want to get an autograph, and then I'm like, well, then I can just hang out with Super and play Mario all night, so that'd be pretty <laughs> fun. Tony is no way in the way. <laughs> Nope. And then I'll have to drive all of you the next day, and we will spend three hours listening to nothing but Slam Jam remixes on the way there. <laughs> yeah. Send me that I'm playlist, statistic. damn it. Bring that playlist tomorrow. Oh, I have the playlist. And that will be our soundtrack. I, I want it so badly. I, I didn't know Cyberlink and all his buddies were going for a huge panel, though, so that'll, that'll be cool. <laughs> Looking forward to that now. Yeah. I all want right. to slam, and welcome to the jam. That's amazing what came to my mind. Yeah, it's going to be magnificent. But enough of Canterlot Gardens. Let's talk PlayStation All-Stars. Let's. So, a lot of announcements at Evo. Some, uh, obviously the big ones are two new characters, Hayashi Mishima of Tekken fame and Japanese Sony mascot Toro were both confirmed as playable characters. Hayashi is looking very much like his Tekken self, very high uh, combo ability. And Toro is actually probably one of the most interesting characters I've seen yet because he's actually a stance character. We can switch between Justice, Torobi, and, Onos, or, and uh, Oni stances. Hmm. And 
he can actually, all of his moves in all of his stances are actually based off of moves from other fighting games. So, like, for example, he can do, in his uh, justice stance, he can do Hayashi's overhand hammer fist, Ryu's mule kick, uh, the wind god fist from Tekken. His, you put on his ninja outfit, he gets, like, Scorpion's chain, uh, Liu Kang's bicycle kick, Sub-Zero slide, all that stuff. And then when you so go into Oni mode, you can get, like, Toro. Uh, Toro. He's, he's the little and when you go, cat uh, Sony yeah. mascot in Japan. Yeah. And, yeah, and when he goes into uh, Oni mode, he gets, like, an entire moveset derived from Akuma and Oni from Super Street Fighter. Hmm. So he's got, like, the one-handed... Variations of the one-handed Hadoukens, the spinning hammer attack that's based on a Tatsumaki, the demon flip dive kick, and even a level 3 super that's essentially Raging Demon. Nice. So it's just really cool implementation. I'm really looking forward to seeing, to uh, getting my hands on him. But the other big thing is that, based on this more than anything else, I think that it's pretty clear that they are going for hardcore competitive uh, routes as opposed to Smash, which intentionally tries to avoid that sort of thing. So, like, they've said that uh, it's going to be four-player free-for-all, two-versus-two, or one-versus-one are the only modes. So you can't do, like, one-versus-three or anything like that. Mm. And uh, just yeah. bit, and it sounds like, based on the size of the character select screen, we're going to have 26 different characters to choose from. But they also uh, they're also working hard to make sure the online is near flawless, if not completely flawless. Would and, be nice. Uh, they've also implemented modes like stuff like uh, aerial anti-air and aerial grabs, so you can mm. uh, catch people in the air. Uh, there's going to be rivalries and an actual story mode for each character, unlike uh, classic or subspace. And uh, probably the most interesting part is they've actually implemented an anti-infinite system like Skullgirls. So once you reach a certain threshold, AP threshold, you'll be able to, your character will just automatically break out of it and go into an invincible aerial state hmm. to uh, prevent yourself from getting locked down too severely. So okay, it nice. just seems like there, there are a lot of flaws I have with it, and given that the game is now going to be released on October 23rd, Jeez. I don't know if that's enough time to fix this problems I have with it, especially some of the physics stuff. But it does legitimately seem like they're trying to make it a competitive experience, and I'm looking forward to seeing how good the game is when I get in my hands. Because the big thing I've heard a lot is that the people who have actually gotten their hands on it and played it is have said that it's actually a lot of fun, and just based on secondhand footage, there I can see a lot of stuff that I have issue with. But if it's as fun when you actually play it as people seem to suggest, and I'm actually eager to sort of try it out, I'm kind of hoping that they put up a demo for it via PlayStation Plus early. That would be nice. That'd be nice. October twenty third. Happy birthday, Sorty. Yeah, see, like that is the big thing. That it's it's so soon, which is you know good for those who are you know if you're waiting for it, that's great. Um, but yeah, like a lot of the physics stuff and just the slow pace of it, I'm still not crazy about. Only supers can yeah, supers. Super, only only uh, I can kill. Only you can kill. Only supers can I kill. Do think, you. I do think that that's one of the things that as time goes on, I've really thought about. I don't have a problem with that anymore because the way they've implemented it. 
like there are ways to defend against supers beyond just basic dodging. Like you can actually counter, say, a level two super with a level one, and certain attacks have invincibility frames that will let you uh, dodge through different supers, much like you could dodge through a Hadouken with Zangich Lariat and Super Street Fighter. And, and I think that just that element of meter management and trying to decide whether you want to save up for a level three or try to combo into a level one or level two depending on where you stand and how far you've managed to combo or how close you are to getting to the next level. I think that's an interesting strategic element, and I think that that could translate well into competitive play if done properly. Well, hopefully Seth Killian knows his stuff, which, as far as we've seen for his other games, he does. So, Yeah, there's a lot of competitive uh, fighting gamers working on that game, so I actually do sort of have confidence that they know what they're doing, and they're going to try to do it. Like, I'm still a little skeptical of it, but they have made the argument that, yeah, it's similar to Smash Brothers, but Mortal Kombat is similar to Street Fighter and still delivers a very different experience. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm okay. And besides, I've seen some really, really, really bad Smash clones. All things considered, this is probably on the higher tier as to Inheritors to the Throne. So I'm not as down on it as everybody else. I'm really looking forward to seeing if it develops further and how good it is when it's finally out. Yeah. I mean, Jump, ha- Jump we- Ultimate Stars is really cool, but... I don't know. Uh, yeah, Jump Ultimate Stars... We all know, we all know that awesome. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles sucked. <laughs> yes, it did. Mm-hmm. Smash I'm up! I would say suck, just average. Like, mm. it wasn't good, but it wasn't terrible either. Like, well, I've seen terrible. That is just so weird. Well, uh, you know, we almost skipped over it. I know it's been, a, been a, like two weeks since we did this, but there has been some Smash Murmurs coming out. Mm. Did yeah, you guys hear about the cast? Uh, he said that the cast probably isn't going to get bigger this time. I didn't hear that. That's not surprising, took that though. Quote out of, I think people took that quote out of context. I think he said that they're going to put more emphasis on to balancing the existing cast and making sure they all play well, as opposed to just adding in a ton of new characters. Yeah. Which I think is a good thing. I think that just refining what's this. there... Why did you hear this? Uh, I saw it was a Kotaku. Quote where basically, yeah, it was a pretty recent interview quote. But I'm kind of glad they're not going to just go all out with uh, introducing characters... And they'll just take some time to refine the ones they already have, make them better. I think that's going to help the game's lasting power in the long run. I tell you, that I think, said, I think, however, I think the customizability is going to be a pretty big factor with the 3DS and Wii U. Yeah. Yeah. That said, however, hey Scry, I know these guys who do this pretty good mod. It make a good starting point for your character rebalancing. Save you some time. <laughs> Hire them. So give them, give them jobs. Yeah, it makes me think we won't see uh, clones as much too. Like mm-hmm. he, they might ditch some of them. This is just me speculating. I don't, I don't know, but I, like that quote yeah, was very I think vague. That we're gonna, it was kind of vague, but I do think that even just with all the declonification that went took place during uh, Brawl, I think we're going to see characters differentiate a lot more, and I think that's all the better for it. Honestly, I, I agree. Wolf's still kind of an enigma to me. Like, I don't know what they were. Does anyone like Wolf? Like, I don't even know. I kind of do. I kind of do. I like him more in Project M. 
Yeah, well, that much. But it's like we already got like Fox and Falco. Why did they think, hey, Wolf? Yeah. Like why? They had <laughs> Crystal with the staff that they, they could have did if they wanted to. I mean, Wolf's cool, Wolf is but the Akuma. Wolf is I, the Akuma to Fox's view. Yeah. Honestly, what I, I wish they would do is uh, just balance one set of the clone characters, like like just make a Fox or something to this effect, and then just make alternate costumes where he's Falco and the voice is different. Yeah. Actually, that's something I forgot to mention for uh, PlayStation All Stars is the pre-order bonus is if you pre-order at like yes. one of five different locations, you get alternate costumes for every character. Nice. And there are some actually some really good ones in there, like one that transforms Kratos into his brother Deimos, one that turns uh, Sweet Tooth into Star into uh, Starhawk. Uh, uh, I think that, that Toros is actually based off of Kevin Butler, which I am totally okay with. Hmm. Uh, Nathan some, Drake gets the really Arctic outfit. Yeah, the Arctic alt from Uncharted uh, 2. Does Parappa get on Jammer really Lammy? No. no, he gets a space Parappa is like a space man custom. Oh, that's cool, I guess. <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember where that's from. Like, I know Sly's is the uh, Robin Hood outfit from Sly 4. Mm. One thing I but also yeah, heard about... Uh, go ahead. Yeah, I think that they did a really good job with all the costumes, and I know that they're going to be revealing more of them along with new characters at Comic-Con next week, so I'm looking yep. forward to seeing that. Oh, it's um, next week. That's crazy. Something we mentioned earlier was the uh, Knights, Return, Knights into Dreams. Mm-hmm. It was getting, was getting re-released. But I also wanted to mention that uh, Knights and uh, Rila, the, one of the bosses in Knights into Dreams, are both in Sonic and Sega All-Stars Racing Transformed. Oh yeah, they're as that vehicles. Image, that teaser <laughs> but they're but they're as vehicles. Oh my nice. god! <laughs> oh man, they got nice they the cut nice. again. Knights is the plane. Yeah, now, a Nightopian from Knights is driving Knights, and a Nightmare is driving Rila. What the hell is wrong with them? <laughs> it's Sonic's the car. Yeah, you you drive as I mean, random like, civilian you... from Station Square. <laughs> also, I'd buy it. Yeah, would too. Also, as far as HD remixes go, Dragon Ball Z Budokai HD Collection, featuring one and three. Not many people care. But that just makes me think of a monkey. Yeah. That's just that. That's for Yoko. Yep. Team Four Star just finished season two. <laughs> they did. Ow, yeah. my ears! What was that? that was a ring sound by complete accident. He's a monkey. These uh, things don't happen on accident. Well, okay, there's a lot of Easter eggs on the Sonic Retro message boards. Oh, okay. Like hitting up, down, left, right on your keypad will cause the ring sound, and if you hold A and start, it'll say it'll bring you to a screen that says you're hacking. Ow! Where, where's, where's, of where's the start stop, button? Stop doing that. I'm off that website now. There's a start button on the keyboard? Enter. Enter, okay, there you go. That's, well, they did it because of emulators. Hmm. What was that song they they put on that one page one time? That's... I forgot it. What was it? It, I know, but it was really funny. What was it? I don't know what you're talking about. They do all these random songs. I'll talk to you about it after the show. But but Smash, real quick. uh, He said also along the lines of, since it's not just the one crew making this game and Namco is helping them, he thinks they can get it done a lot faster. 
It's not to say you're going to see it. This isn't going to say that you're going to see it like next year or anything. I think we're going to see 2014. That's, maybe. Yeah, maybe 2014. When I say 2014, I say twenty holiday 2014. Yes, yes. Not, not March, no. I think we're going to see it. next year. Not, not next spring. We're going to see it December too, but... 3rd, 2014. Look, look, if it was just this team, if it was just the old team making a new HD fighting game balance, it would have took forever. Yeah. It, since they're recruiting this help, he he said they already have a prototype that looks pretty good. Yeah. Not mm-hmm. like that could mean just like crappy link polygons with that fights good though, but that's still pretty far for like development hasn't been going on that long. That's pretty good. Yeah. So I I agree with the holiday 2014 assessment. That I I, th- I think yeah. You know, but we'll knock on wood and hope for that. We don't know how long Namco Bandai has been working on this game, though. That's true. They said they said production hasn't started. Well, they're doing like, the, the JoJo Sakurai's, game. Yeah, but Sakurai's team, Sakurai's team hasn't been working on it until after Kid Icarus was done. Mm. But obviously, Namco Bandai is the one leading development on this, so they could have been working on this long before. They Sakurai also, also. The people, you know, when Namco Bandai had the countdown clock, like All Star Battle. Oh, what was for, that? For those thinking it was going to be Smash, shame on you. For those thinking <laughs> it was going to be a new dojo, shame on you. Yeah, what was it? Was that's no unbelievable jo- that you think. Yeah, it was like a JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Oh, like, that's funny. For you to think that they'd take something like the dojo that was so successful and put it, anchor it on Namco's website. Wouldn't That's funny, though? unbelievable. Wouldn't it funny on their part? Wouldn't it like kind of brilliant on their part? It would be everyone, brilliant on everyone their was part, lo- but that's ridiculous. Everyone was looking at it. It was so to, great. To think that that's like... I must know why be... there's a cow nose. <laughs> yeah, like, that's, oh, it's unbelievable. It's ridiculous. Anyway, going on that Smash tangent, let's take the last ten minutes, go with the thought. You know, the Show Me Your News anniversary, five years coming up tomorrow. That's kind of incredible, especially... For someone like me that's been through it all, what have been some of your favorite moments in the past years of Show Me Your News? Not just the brawl moments, but anything, really. Let's just all nostalgia out a little bit for the last ten minutes here. Yomacon. All of them. All of oh, the Yomacons. That's that, why that... why people have to go to Yomacon if they can. It's so... Wow, I, I just realized that we've, we've been to two Yomacons already, and I know you guys went for three. technically three. Three, yeah. And this, but this year we're getting this year. This year we're getting the nostalgia critic. This year we are getting the nostalgia critic, and a, a lot, lot more, more sminches. A lot more people are going. This year's gonna be nuts. Yeah. I mean, this is the fifth anniversary coming up here. Show me your news. We've got a lot of memories to kick back on. Just, mm-hmm. just sit back for three hours and listen to Show Me Your News 100. That's true. Like that was. That was really good to, I think, to do that. It did take a lot of effort, uh, you know, a lot of community effort, which I'm grateful for, to pick some of those moments. That's a good, you know, way to kick back and listen. That's I, I really enjoyed that. The Game of the Year awards, a ton of effort, but that was, so worth those it. were all great. So worth it. Um, let's see, I'm gonna try to look through some of the episodes here. I I just loved like this was even before this was back when I was just a fan. Just when it was dojo and just that agonizing wait for brawl, and then every weekend just getting to listen and just listening to you guys riff. 
yeah. listen to the dojo. Just, just <laughs> funny riffing, bashing silliness. It was great. Uh, I cannot wait till the dojo comes back. It's gonna be so good. We get to do that. Me and Super, yeah. dude, we get to do that. <laughs> I want to be him. Yeah. Ah. Panda was a great co-host. I, I really, really enjoyed his Pat contributions is, and all. Pat is just great. After, after meeting him over at, you know, there during Phoenix Saga for mm-hmm. the, the three weeks ago, that was just that was a ton of fun. The episodes like in our apartment, living with the guy, fantastic memories. Um, just really, really great. Um, I remember watching the VGAs live <laughs> and just riffing on that. I thought uh, it was like a terrible idea, but we had some great stuff come out of that. I remember uh, one of our uh, first Easter eggs, me and Tony, we were on. We went back and went through all the fan art. That oh, was that, so good. I still remember that. That, so that that's, that's something we should <laughs> That was That was a special Easter egg. Everybody go draw bad bad fan art right now. <laughs> we'll look at it in two years. There you go, and then laugh at it. The payoff <laughs> will be great. Buzzsaw, Sugar Poultry, DNA Digifall. Oh, God. There's no words for that. Yeah. <laughs> and this may sound corny, but I'm just excited for the future now. I think we'll get this site going. Mm-hmm. We need to get this site going. <laughs> We do need to get the site going. Yes, I think big things are in store once that gets rolling and we get set with these podcasts and get you know guests going again. Um, we had Decaf reach out to Gerard Khalil, the completionist, and he seemed cool with being on a podcast. I mean, he's starting podcasting on his own with the completionist of their DLC podcast. So that would be awesome. But I still think we're in a phase where they need to get Doing weekly podcasting again, man. Like my grad class just started today. On top of this full time job, it is a lot. It's hard. Like it's I'm not hard, even like, but organizing it's, it. It's it's hard, but it's worth it. Yeah, it's fun. I just I just want I don't know. I just want the site to be up so we can be like, yeah. go here, to show me your news network. But I hope yeah. you guys don't mind if we have you know several more weeks of just like oh. Guests that we're familiar with, or just no guests. Like we really need to get into the flow of this kind of again. I totally, that, yeah. But totally. I do, I do want to get like work on the site going soon. Yeah. No, no, I, I totally get you there. Yeah. I, I, I got connections. We'll make something happen. Hey, remember the airship? <laughs> Me neither. Ha! 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 <laughs> now uh, we're just trolling. Uh, I just want to make mention, just real quick, because. I technically brought it up earlier. The podcast, the podcast in which we Easter egged by looking back at the fan art, mm-hmm. was the one I referenced earlier, which was episode eighty. Episode eighty. Spider-Man. That's gotta be. Spider-Man Hiroshima. I mean, I'm sure yeah. some people have the opinion that the older stuff is better, and I'd be inclined to agree to an extent. But that one's gotta be top ten. That one's pretty great. Mm-hmm. It's not episode twenty worthy, but. Japanda Times. Japanda Time Easter Eggs. It's yep. great. I miss his storytelling. And like That's even so like funny. just like wanting to hear like his medical and he came back for that one episode recently. Uh yeah. the, the pre E three one. Like I want to hear his medical stories. Like he tells great stories. 
Uh, it doesn't have to be even be true. He could just be talking on just about anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is true. If you really miss Panda, you can go off and find the streams for Phoenix Saga Four, and he'll he'll be giving commentary for a whole bunch of it. Choppa uh, Choppa. Mm-hmm. Chapa I looked up. Chapa. I looked up Choppa Choppa recently. That was my episode. Yeah. I kind of wish uh, we didn't get to see how we me- would mesh with Panda. I understand why we weren't on there. Mm. I-, I was very curious to see how that goes, but I'm, I'm not surprised at all. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it was still four hours. I'm not surprised at all that him and Super got along. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know why, but I see that working. It sounds, <laughs> it sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, legit. The first Super Extended Mail Time Live... The last weekly episode of Show Me Your News, episode 35. That was a good time. Bittersweet. Like all the, like the stick ham days when we were doing stick ham episodes there. That was fun. Uh, does anything come to mind, Cyberlink? I already like super plays, you know, Project M. Well, it was towards the end. Click, 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 click. Dude, you should hear the controller that I actually end up making. Mm. Like, I, I've, I've been working with controllers recently and this thing has some massive clicking oh yeah <laughs> but that's what I get yeah, for I, trying I to know. use a right reproductive controller it's in six pieces you guys <laughs> just like if, everything else if yes. you were at my house you could see that all my controllers are in every piece they could be possibly in <laughs> uh, I think I think that one that doesn't get enough love is uh, your VGA episode I think number seventy six, mm-hmm, where yeah. basically you guys just watched the VGAs without any audio and commentated over them, and just watching you try to figure out what was going on. Was <laughs> it, it, it was a pretty special time. Like the, the Spider Man, I think I had to veto for that moment. Uh, for I think someone else, we they wanted something else, some other moment from that episode for the episode primer for one hundred. And yeah. I, I just think like it has to be. Spider-Man with a mouth, like there is. No... I know. I still like. I'm. I don't remember much of that, but I remember you going. What are they doing? Yeah. <laughs> There's not much else there. No. Um, Man, going, Super going really to E3. To re- I oh you know, God. going to E3 was pretty special for me. Not of course. Lie. Um, so I and really we, remember that well. I don't even want to go next year. <laughs> After how disappointing it was, yeah, I don't know. Mega Latino says the brawl review. There are some good times there. I I always watch the uh, the bloopers, whatever the bonus bits at the end of the review. Not the review itself, but just the little montage of little bloopers <laughs> made. Like that's always a fun watch for me. Wearing a scarf. Yep. Yeah. When does he wear a scarf? Why does Captain Falcon wear a scarf? Da 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 da. Um, That's a great blooper song. It is. (laughs) (laughs) Remember when it was called Project Natal? Yeah. Either. It's the thing, like, all all these prototype console names, I'm not even, I don't even care, because I'm like, they're going to change it. They've changed it every time. Uh, Cyberlink, it was not a pleasant moment, but our episode with Egoraptor. Oh, yeah. Great to say we did it, but... That was an experience. You know what? That I want to go around too. I want to have a back of it. I want... 
like, I want to go for round two. I was not prepared last time because you pulled me in at the last minute. Yeah. Now, if we actually planned it out and I was planned on there for the start, I think I could go toe-to-toe with him. I think I could take him. I think I could take on Ego Raptor. Well, Challenge can't. accepted. I would uh, love to go toe-to-toe with Ego Raptor. I think I've listened to every episode, but I have not heard of that episode. I couldn't get into it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I, I, You made the right decision. I'm going to be honest with you. Plus, his I, mic I, was like always really... Strange, like it kept breaking up and stuff. I don't know if it was connection or whatever. I I haven't listened to that one. I take that back. I haven't listened to that one and the one where the audio was just screwed. The oh Monica yeah, Tate. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I don't bad. think you can be penalized for that. It's too bad because that was a good episode. You know, the artist does put on a good podcast. He is a good talker. Uh, Little Karibo Kerbifer, like those were great. Those were really great. Shame they wouldn't get back to us this time. I know, right? Well, I asked, well, I asked and he was willing to do it, but that was when we had the whole problem with the uh, sites, and we went down, and then we had the 100th episode, and then the 101st, and it just took too long. Yeah, yeah the timing was all off. Maybe if any of us run into yeah. a little Karibo at a that, color that's why. That's why he didn't get Yomacon back to us. Yomacon is four months away. Yeah. Oh, shit. I'm gonna see if I can score uh, some interviews with some people at Candlelight Gardens. I'll say that. We much. should. What we should do is we should. That would be we get the site, yeah. we get, After we get the site going before Yomacon, we should get LK to like get the hype going or something. There you go. That, that's our goal right now. All right, goal set, and we hope that and it's that years to set, come. And with that goal set, it's about fifteen to seven, so we should probably start wrapping up. That's what I was just gonna say. We hope for years to come. Um. Very kind of laid back episode, I think. But yeah. stick around here on livestream.com slash show me your news. We'll start planning tomorrow's stream. There is a lot to plan. And so we hope Universally, to see you, you, get hyped. Get hyped. And we hope to see you there tomorrow on livestream.com slash show me your news. With that, I am Yoko. I am Super. I am Tony. I am Cyberlink. And we are out. Thank you for listening for these past five years and beyond. I have only been playing Kingdom Hearts, though, oddly enough. Hmm. Oh, that's right, the original. But it's and got like, Final Fantasy in there, so I'm getting my fix. And like, the whole reason I'm playing Zelda now is because they finally put out the uh, updated version on the eShop, so you can uh, do save state. Hmm. That helps a lot. Oh. I'm dumb. Why didn't no one say this? I apparently had you all muted on the stream. Oh. Shit, I'm dumb. It's not like we started yet. Well, no. But that's why Saul knows these things and is actually listening to what we say and the lack thereof of what's not there. Ha ha.
Oh, we could have been saying anything. We could have. Oh, I was. Nah. <laughs> you don't hold okay. me back. <laughs>